0: What's up, everybody? And on this week's episode of Guys Talking Sports, we discussed the college playoff discussion with uh, LSU kicking uh, Alabama's butt this past weekend. Uh, we discussed the uh, Colin Kaepernick and the NFL and his uh, his new tryout, so to speak. And then we also touched the NBA. Now the Lakers, really the Lakers, right now. Tune in to this week's episode of Guys Talking Sports. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Guys Talking Sports. I'm here with a full set of crew, guys. My boys, we all here heading up into the holiday season, getting ready to discuss with all the interesting topics going on in the sports today. So, Al, Earl, what's good?
1: That's good. It's frigid outside. Uh, winter is not officially starting yet, I don't believe. I think it's still officially fall. However... Whew. It got brick this morning. <laughs> I had to throw in the uh the long john bottoms.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had to pull out the peacoat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: definitely, he definitely pulled out the peacoat, the scarf, the hat, gloves, <laughs> name it. I pulled it out.
1: <laughs> yeah, I had the uh, I had the thick um the thick ski jacket off of that one man. The wind blowing over the Schuylkill River ain't no joke.
0: <laughs> oh man, that temperature. At least it's going to be – Let's go warm up a little bit tomorrow, and I think it's going to hit 50 by the end of the week. Now, that's the type of weather I'm used to around this time of year. This, this being in the 20s is for the birds. I'm going <laughs> to use that in these neck of the woods come early November.
1: Hey, better us than the people out there in Chicago seeing moves where they're catching all kinds of snow. I know.
0: And I did see flurries last night in Baltimore, so, you know, nothing of any significance, but I was just like, oh, wow, it's snow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh well enough of the how Mother Nature is just really uh creeping us out with all this crazy weather that she's deploying upon us at the moment. So let's just go ahead and dive right into what's going on. what's uh, uh let's discuss the elephant in the room. I'm gonna say football for last, so we're not gonna talk Kaepernick just yet. Well, let's talk about the the big matchup between Alabama and LSU this past weekend, where we thought everybody just knew that Alabama was going to go in there and and wreck shop at home against LSU, and LSU just put the, just put their foot in their damn throat and pretty much held on to win. But you know they pretty much I think from the outset I don't even think they were losing at any point during the game, and if they were, they were only down like seven nothing. So it wasn't like it was anything crazy. Um. I guess, what are you guys' thoughts on the total domination of LSU and your rankings as it stands right now? And I believe the rankings are, please correct me if I'm wrong, LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, Georgia, with Alabama at five and Oregon six. So what do you guys' take? I I know, know, Earl, I know you definitely was watching the game. And uh, I'm curious to, to hear your take, and what, what did you think? And do you think the, the, uh, the committee got it right with, uh, with the rankings? Uh,
1: well, uh, it was a great game, i put it like that. Um, both of those teams came out and balled. Um The product that was on the field looked a lot better than some of the NFL products that was on the field the last couple of weeks. <laughs> 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 However. Um, you got tippy hat to um, LSU man. They they came out. They did their thing. Um, Joe Burrow definitely um, put himself in the pole position as far as I guess Heisman watch. Um, throwing for three TDs, 393 yards. But um, you know, Tonga Tulova was right there with him. You know, 418 yards, four TDs, one INT. Um, um, it was just kind of funny because I was watching the first drive of the game. They were really marching down the field, and then You get um, 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 Tua driving to the right. All of a sudden, the ball just flies right out of his hand.
2: Right. (laughs) mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) No one touched him. No one came near him. He didn't feel any heat. The ball just right out of his hand and um, right into the LSU red basket. They went down. They scored. And from that particular point on, man, they just put the heat on them. Um, Also got to give it to the the LSU's running back. Who was it? Edwards, make sure if I get his name correctly. Edwards Herley?
0: sounds about right.
1: Her, Herley or Hurley, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, ran all over Alabama. That vaulted Alabama defense that Nick Saban has been so proud upon, has been you know so known for. He, he ran on him, three T, yards. I mean, you know, it was. I want to say it was complete domination. The beginning of the game, LSU was definitely putting it putting it on him. Um, Alabama definitely made the game going to the third and the fourth quarter, but um, every time that um, LSU needed a big stop, needed a big, um, you know, stand, they got it. Um, Alabama came close. I don't think it was, the game was really that close at the end score-wise, but um, it was a good game. Um, tip your hats off to LSU. Um, as far as Alabama, I was kind of enjoyed seeing them fall out of the rankings and being number five. Um, I don't think they're going to stay number five. I think somehow a one-loss Alabama makes it in over a Pac-12, um, a Pac-12 team that um, is undefeated and wins the Pac-12. Uh,
0: crazy scenario. Crazy.
1: <laughs> what was that? Uh,
0: do you? Is there an outside shot? Now, I mean, there'd have to be some dominoes that fall like crazy for this to happen. Crazy dominoes would have to fall. But do you think there is a slight outside shot that three teams from the SEC can make it in? Oh, God. I hope not. And I, I say that because I really hope not. I say that because they put Georgia in at number four and Bama at five. Now mind you, L S U and Bama are in the same division. <laughs> so they're not going to be able to play each other in a conference championship. But Georgia's in the east, I believe, and LSU and, and Alabama are in the west. So let's just to say everything stands status quo. I don't believe Alabama and Georgia play each other this year. I could be wrong. But let's just say, for argument's sake, that Alabama and Georgia don't meet up with one another. They went out. LSU, Georgia meets in the SEC championship game. That leaves LSU, Georgia, and Alabama all one loss teams in the SEC.
1: Uh, no, that would. If you're saying if LSU and Georgia meet in the SEC championship game and.
0: And Georgia beats LSU. Ooh. But then, but then what it will also have to happen, something sure, will have, have to do. happen crazy in the Pac 12. Yeah. Oregon loses.
2: Yeah, Oregon has to lose for that to happen.
0: And then (coughs) Minnesota would have to lose once before getting to the Big Ten championship and then turn around and beat Ohio State in the Big Ten championship for them to then say, Minnesota is the Big Ten champion. But do you put a one-loss Minnesota team over a one-loss Alabama or a one-loss LSU,
2: <laughs> I don't see. Mm, i no. to be honest. I don't see why I could. I I can make a. It's an argument for both sides, both cases. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you. Like Alabama's loss wins, I should say. Alabama's wins doesn't even even equate to. I mean, it equates to some of the wins that Minnesota has as well. So you can make oh. people can make an argument with Minnesota if everything stays the status quo and if they do lose that game, then you can, there could be a compelling argument, but a lot of fans wants to see Alabama. Um, they want to, they just want to see Alabama back into the college college playoff picture. Um, I don't know why, but it's, it's just what people are craving. A lot of people think that Alabama is still one of the best teams and they feel as though that they should be deservedly in the playoffs. St- I mean, in the playoffs,
0: yeah, but, but then we also got to sit there and think that Clemson ain't going to lose.
2: Well,
1: in my opinion, it, LSU losing to Georgia throws everything into a tizzy um, if they make the ACC championship game. Because um, if LSU and Georgia meet and Georgia beats LSU, then you're going to you have to move up Georgia. Um, Georgia is going to stay there. In, in the top four mm. Clemson will stay there because they won't lose out mm. Ohio State will still be there so it they would cause they if
0: would. even, yeah, if, they, even if they lost uh, the big team championship
1: well I didn't say that I'm just saying if they didn't lose
0: okay okay okay
1: then yeah then you have you have Georgia still in you have Ellis um LSU probably on the outside looking in the Alabama gets in now the one, the one team that could mess up everything would be Minnesota going all the way to the Big Ten championship and beating Ohio State.
0: Oh, if you got an undefeated Big Ten team, that they, they automatically should make it to the playoffs.
1: Yeah. Automatically. You know, so then the question is, if, let's say, in theory, LSU doesn't lose, Georgia loses in the championship game, Clemson loses... But then Minnesota beats Ohio State to make it to the um, Big Ten championship, and they beat them. Do you leave Minnesota Do you leave Minnesota in there, or do you put two or three SEC teams in there?
0: Clemson still wins. Clemson yep. went out, right? Yep. So it'd have to be—I don't know the the number or the, or the order—but two locks would be Minnesota and Clemson, because uh, you can't. There's no way you can leave undefeated. Big Ten team out of the playoffs. There's just no way. Regardless of this
1: game, I don't know, man. Of, they about to leave out a, if you get an undefeated Pac-12 team, they left out in the cold. Damn. Yeah, regardless. They're, they're not getting
0: it. Yeah, but that's just because the Pac-10 don't have, uh, well, the teams are just kind of crap. I mean, they're top heavy. They may have one or two, three good teams at the top, but then the rest is kind of trash.
1: That's because USC has been on, it has been on, Bad, been on bad times, you know, the right. last couple of years. Right.
0: Without question. Without question. And,
2: and nobody's
0: and, giving props to Arizona State this year, even though Herm Edwards is doing a great job. And, you know, Washington State kind of fell off. And, I mean, Utah, they are hype right, But they, there's, no, there's no world beaters in the Pac-12.
2: But then it's going to be a competition. I mean, it's going to be, I mean, as far as the conference is concerned, like, is the SEC that dominant where it can allow – I mean, that they will allow more than two teams into the actual college playoffs? I
1: perhaps. think they could. I think Alabama wins wins outright. They're not going to make it to the championship game. Georgia um, and LSU win – I mean, play. Georgia beats LSU. Now you're going to have LSU, Georgia, Alabama. And you're going to have to decide between Alabama – or uh, uh, one loss, you know, Big Ten or Ohio State, they went out right. I mean, somebody, Alabama,
0: I just can't see them keeping
1: Alabama out. If Georgia loses, Alabama moves right up in the four.
0: But the one conference we're not talking about, which I still don't think of, they're going get anything in, but it's the Big 12. Um, you know, it's still Oklahoma's race though they took that bad loss but um then we're still baylor is still undefeated yeah we're not, they are not they they will not be before the end of the season because they they got lucky when they barely beat west virginia then they then they barely beat um and i believe Kansas they're
1: State. playing um oklahoma baylor playing this weekend coming up. yeah
0: out. so that'll more than likely, Oklahoma is going to come to play and they're going to destroy Baylor more than likely. Um,
1: All I got to say for o- o- Ohio State, don't lose the Rutgers.
0: <laughs> oh, God.
1: I don't think that will ever happen, but if that was to happen, <laughs> they... <laughs> Man, and this season is done.
0: It ain't no <laughs> coming back from that.
2: <laughs> now, the two seasons, I mean, this year and next year, they'd be done.
0: <laughs> You see That's a I
2: loss did. that will take that will carry you on to the next season.
0: You see how badly they whooped Maryland's ass. Damn. <laughs> that, was a, that was an ass whooping. <laughs> <laughs> like behind the woodshed. <laughs> I mean, woo, that was that was a nasty but <laughs> Um it's crazy. It's crazy how well I, I would hate to admit this, but if that were the case, if Alabama wins out. LSU and Georgia both went out and LSU, Georgia, and the SEC championship game and Georgia beats LSU, I can see three uh, three SEC teams because they're going to sit there and say, who, who else has a better, because they're going to sit there. First of all, Cle- Clemson's uh, playing in the ACC. They ain't really no real competition coming out of the ACC versus Clemson. So if they run the table, they're going to get in. The only way that it can knock a one loss. I mean, uh, Ohio State would have to run the table, and then possibly Oregon sits there to run the table, and then you have that conversation. But I have a strange feeling that PJ Fleck may mess around and win that whole thing, and then he might get uh, tapped to go somewhere else, and we re- and bring back up another squad. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I mean, I guess the, the what they would like to see it's LSU be Georgia if, if they make it to the SEC championship game? Because then that would knock Georgia out of number four. Alabama wins out right. That would put Alabama up number five. Everybody else wins out right. And then your number two through four would just be swapping Alabama and Georgia. Yeah. And if right. And, <laughs> and that's, and, and that's would be how they would, I, I think, ideally want things to play out. But like you said, if Georgia beats LSU, Woo. Mm-hmm. And that throws everything in a tizzy.
0: And then and then you still gotta sit there and though the pac twelve isn't that great, you still gotta give Oregon a look because if they run the table in the Pac 12, which you know, which is crazy, Mario Cristobal, another RU disciple out there running uh Oregon, and then you got another RU disciple, PJ Fleck, out there putting in work. But yeah, RU can't get it right. <laughs> Same, 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 same. Anyway. And, <laughs> and,
1: and suffice it to say, they're going to bring back Shiano, and it still ain't going to be right.
0: I think he'll be better. I don't think will be
1: better. But it's, it won't be. Yeah.
0: I think he's going to get all the leeway he needs. I think he'll get to 10 years like he did last
1: time. He ain't got the contract yet, so I don't know what's going on with that unless something <laughs> changed. So I don't know what the holdup is. <laughs>
0: That's yeah, because Hobbs is playing uh playing stubborn and hard headed. No, no.
1: <laughs> unless they want unless they want to sit there and, and, and go to PJ Fleek and be like, yo, we'll give you the moon and the stars if you can come here and uh do what you did in Minnesota. Uh
0: no, no, he ain't stupid because he knows he has a clear path in the uh in the Big Ten West, or I mean, whatever they call that particular division, because Nebraska's down. Okay. Northwestern is, is down. The Big Ten easy. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. You know, I mean He He ain't going to try to come over there and have to battle Michigan State, Ohio State, Penn State. Um, That's your big three? Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan State, and Michigan, sorry. Every every year? That's why I think these divisions are crap. (laughs) You know, because the one thing you can say about the Big 12, the Big 12 may not play defense. But it's very rare. You got to be really damn good to come out of the Big 12 undefeated. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I will say this. This might be the season where people are going to start arguing about having more teams in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, especially if especially if an undefeated Oregon don't get in. Mm-hmm. And then if, uh, well, well Clemson is just going to get in because it's just Clemson, but. Um, like Minnesota, uh, yeah, one lost Minnesota team just losing to Ohio State in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, that they're, that'll be interesting. Yeah, they're
1: they're on the outside looking in, mm-hmm. they'll probably get a real high um um bowl game though.
0: Yeah, they will probably get one of the Rose Bowl.
1: Yes, no, the yeah. Rose Bowl would be any um.
0: Oh right. yeah, true. Maybe I don't know if they're if that's part of the uh, the, the Final Four.
1: Uh, it might be. I think it is, is part it? of the final four. What is it? It's the um what's it, the sugar bowl, Rose Bowl,
2: and then the national fiesta.
1: fiesta. And um what? orange, citrus, whatever that orange, orange bowl, yeah.
0: And two of them are gonna be knocked out of the rotation for the, uh, the playoffs. Twenty twenty. NCAA.
1: Well, I did hear one person. Uh, in my opinion, I think they should expand it. I think the easiest way to do it would be just to um, get all of your, uh, you know, conference champions and one and one at large bid, and let them go at it. But one, I heard one commentator say that you shouldn't. Um, in regards to the, um, I think what's the Pac-10, saying that you shouldn't necessarily reward teams that have, are in the bad leagues, the bad divisions that win their conference championships in regards to seeding. And I was like, that's the most ridiculous statement I've ever heard because <laughs> if that's the case, why even have a conference championship games? Eliminate them. Right. Then it, eliminate them. And then just go back to the old computerized system where they just pick the top teams and call it a day. Because in my opinion, you know, we were talking about this off the air, the way you're doing it right now is very similar to the old BCS system that everybody said they hated. Mm-hmm. It's the BCS system, which is people picking instead of a computer picking.
0: The BCS was flawed, but at least you got some good uh, good matchups. <laughs> 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 no, nah, but I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't see the problem with having the, the top five and then the three at large give you a, a top eight and then go from there. You're never going to make everybody happy, never. Unless you go to uh, the, the 1AA, where I think they just take the top 16, the top 12 or top 16 teams in, uh, and start doing the playoffs. But they're, t- they're so concerned about the money aspect of what bowls generate in the TV that they're, they're blinded by all that crap. You know what I'm saying? Because college, major college football is always going to rack money. So I think it'd even make more money if you have more teams that make the playoffs.
1: I agree. They just, it's the bowl games. They're so fixated on the bowl games, and now they're trying to say, oh, we're going to put in a college playoff system where it's just still the bowl games, you know, being sort of masqueraded as a college playoff when it really isn't.
0: Right. I agree. Hell, ain't nothing wrong with doing the first couple rounds of the playoffs and whoever's the higher seed hosted their school and keep it moving. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That just means extra generate extra revenue for the school for a week or two, and then you keep it moving.
1: It's fair. It's fair. I think, you know, the powers that be don't want to have a a championship game with, let's say, Minnesota playing Oregon.
0: But that would be great.
2: (laughs) I would love it. And I think that's what the. (laughs) I think that's the problem, and we talked about this all the time about the fact that so many of the same teams is in there over and over again. Mm -hmm. And I think that what they fail to realize is the fact that you know something like a Minnesota Oregon playing for the national championship would be different. May not be the ideal type of championship game that everybody wants, but if they earn the right to to play on and play to the final, you know, to the college championship game, why not?
1: But the marketing way is different because, because uh, we're having this conversation at my job. NFL markets—they you know, still market their teams, but they still market players on teams. You can market an Aaron Rodgers against, you know, Russell Wilson. or You can, you know, a Tom Brady against, you know, Drew Brees. Ellis, I mean, in college football, maybe you can see a Tua against a Joe Joe Burrows, but after that, you know, out of out of Minnesota, who you marketing against? You know, Oregon or out of Georgia, who you're really marketing against, you know, let's say Penn State or Oklahoma outside of, you know, um, I can't think of his thing right now, um, the quarterback from um, Oklahoma.
2: But I, but I have to challenge that yeah. because the fact is that the reason why we hear about Tua and all of them all the time is because we get access to them all the time because of the teams they play for. If we gave the same access to a Minnesota, we may know the name of the quarterback firsthand and maybe make him more marketable or the person in Oregon that who is the best defensive player there, maybe he'll get that recognition so that maybe his stock will increase if we play, you know, the more Oregon games that are being played, the more TV recognition that's being out there. So we get to see two all the time and folks like Burroughs because the fact that we know them because we see them all the time. We see LSU all the time. We see Mm -hmm. Alabama all the time. So we know these names out of all the players. We know these players that play for these teams. But this here other teams and other players, I think will help benefit them more and make it more well-rounded instead of the same people over and over again.
0: I yeah. totally
1: agree. Uh, I, then, you know, NCAA would be like, oh, well, when you start marketing, you know, college football players, and, uh, that's when they start getting into who's, you know, where's the money going. True, true.
0: Well, yeah, look, and to me, you know, it ain't always about the sexy pick. But if you're going to tell me that a Minnesota and Oregon matchup, which meant they've had to have gone through, if we're talking about a 16 seed, sixteen C playoffs, that they would have had to navigate their ways through the Georgias, the LSUs, the uh, the Alabamas, the Clemsons, all of the Blue Bloods, the Oklahomas, and they're the two standing? Well, shit, that's recognition in itself. Because obviously they had to do something right to get it, to make it that far. And you'd be compelled to sit there and watch it just because you be like, "Well, damn, you know they went through all that talent, all that SEC talent, and you're trying to tell me it's a it's a mediocre Big Ten squad versus whoever the hell's playing out in Oregon right now because <laughs> it is nobody nobody knows who's out there. I sure. mean, how that's that's this great viewership if you ask me.
1: I agree. I'm just tired of seeing the top five teams ever in the college playoff rankings have been the out, minus LSU out of the top five, four of those teams have been in college playoffs for the last, you know, since they had the playoffs, period.
2: Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I'm we all tired are of,
1: that. I'm tired <laughs> of seeing Alabama. I'm tired of seeing Clemson. I'm tired of seeing Ohio State. tired of seeing Georgia. Get some, like you said, get some different blood in there. I wouldn't mind seeing LSU in there. Actually, I wouldn't mind seeing LSU win the whole
0: damn shit. Right. I wouldn't mind seeing I you know, I wouldn't mind seeing Oregon make it up in there. Hell, I would love to see a Minnesota upset Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship. That would be awesome. You know, I would love I would love to see, believe it or not, I'm not being a homer because it's a Big 12 team, but I would love to see a Texas or Oklahoma actually go up in there and make some noise and actually come out of there on top and doing something. You know, not because it's the conference that my school plays in, but it's just Something different. Just something different. Hell, i would be happy if Notre Dame would actually come out there and actually play well for once in a while.
1: Yeah, they, nah, they,
2: they, they get preferential treatment.
0: Yeah, true.
2: They do get enough preferential
0: treatment. True. You
2: know, NBC no. and
0: everything. You know, I, I, I yearn for the days when Florida State and Miami get good again. Woo! <laughs>
1: <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oof, those, was, that was back in the good old days.
0: <laughs> true. Hell, I was even enjoying the fact with Penn State with their little rise. You know what I'm saying? Actually getting into the top four, but then Minnesota came along and just knocked them off the pedestal real quick. You know, so that, Now that's interesting college football to me.
1: I wonder if Nebraska would be back up in the mix anytime soon because they've been on, on the skids for a very long time.
0: Well, Scott Frost is trying. I don't know. You know, I I think the biggest problem that Nebraska had was this. Honestly, they should have never left the Big 12, but you got that Big Ten money calling. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hard to ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't blame Rutgers for being shitty. But that money looking real nice, though.
1: <laughs> well, they, now they can start cashing the money, but, you know, they've been borrowing against the store for the last two years, so right. <laughs> when that check come in, it's going to go right out of their hands.
0: <laughs> well, that's all right, though. They're getting that 40 mil. <laughs> it's quite all right. All right, well, enough of college football. You know, we'll be sitting here having the same conversation why there are three SEC teams there next week, so <laughs> let's, let's already pre- predict that now. <laughs>
1: Especially if Clemson lose, then it's, then it's it.
0: Oh, if Clemson loses, oh oh, wow, <laughs> if Clemson loses. I hope Oregon, at least I hope Oregon gets a sniff of the top four, but I digress. <laughs> now, an interesting turn of events kind of happened today in the NFL, where the NFL is seeking Colin Kaepernick to have sort of like a pro day in Georgia this coming Saturday for all NFL teams to kind of evaluate where he is. You know it's suspect when Colin kind of heard about it through social media and <laughs> had to reach out to his agency, and be like, uh, what's going on with this crap here, because I, I know nothing about this. Um, I was still kind of skeptical. I was like, what well, is Colin trying to put on, put on a little show? Is he pissed off or what's really going on? But the more I read about it, I'm reading that there were some NFL teams that were actually interested in possibly trying out Colin, but was concerned that due to the fact he hasn't played in almost three years and wouldn't be, wouldn't have enough time to get reacclimated with, with the flow and how everything goes in the NFL, that they were concerned about trying to sign him this late and him not actually being worth anything, worth being valuable to that particular team if he were to sign. So that's what I was gathering from what I read. And I thought that was pretty interesting, but I mean, you signed the garbage man off the street and put him as its second or third string quarterback, if he be, I don't see why that's can't be any damn different. <laughs> so I was just curious about how you guys felt about this. And is it a publicity stunt by the NFL to try to get over this whole social justice reform and this whole debacle? Or is this something that you guys think is legitimate? My
2: thing is that if it if it's a publicity stunt, what is it to gain from that? Like, I mean, nobody was even thinking about Colin Kaepernick until just now when you put this out there. So, like, what is it really about? Like, if there's about in, in the NFL teams really interested in him, then why not? I mean, I don't understand the public, the pub, why it's public like this. Like, they couldn't meet privately in that regard, so – and then make that decision whether or not, I mean, it just feels as though it's like a show. Um, Mm. For whatever reason, it just feels as though that, why do all this publicly when you can just do it privately? That's just my opinion. Like.
0: Now now hold your thought real quickly. Now, is this a way to get Trump to kind of throw some crap out there over the weekend to kind of diverge folks from all this other crap that's going on in the Senate right now? Not that I'm trying to throw politics in this, but you know his his rhetoric back in the day kind of threw flames on you know put wind to the fl- to the flame, and the shit just went crazy after that. So it wouldn't shock me if something like this was to go down, and then he got Twitter fingers on Saturday while this is still going on, and then kind of just deflects from the crap that he's dealing with. <laughs> but but why want that heat?
2: right? Why, why? I mean, I mean. That's one of the reasons why, like I'm saying, I don't understand the public because why that's unnecessary heat that you need, right? NFL is doing well. Like nobody really was talking about Colin Kaepernick at this point until this happened. Like everybody's talking about the M N- the MVP race. Like, you know, who's going to, you know, who's the best in the NFC, you know, who's the, um, best in the AFC. Like, that's where everybody is talking about. And like, who's going to focus wh- – what team is going to actually have a chance to make it to the Super Bowl? That's where – everything has been good right now. So to bring this up is kind of like – it's very suspect.
1: I agree. It smells like a – I agree. I smell, it smells like a PR stunt to me. And the way mm-hmm. this whole thing is rolling out is, you know, I'm conflicting reports, but apparently – They're saying, NFL saying, well, they've been kind of been discussing about this for weeks. You know, Colin Kaepernick's camp representative said, no, they have not. He gets (laughs) told on a Tuesday that you're going to have a practice on a Saturday. Representatives don't know who's going to be there. You don't know who's going to be there. They're not releasing the names of anybody that's going to be there. You're not sure all the NFL teams are going to be there anyway. You're doing it on a Saturday before a game. And if you expect any coaches that's going to be there outside of maybe the coach and the GM of the Atlanta Falcons because it's in their facility, who's really going to be there on a Saturday? And so then apparently asked him, you know, well, I have some things I need to take care of. Why don't we push it to next week? They said, no, it's going to be on the Saturday. Boom. And so now he's got to go up there and suit up. No report with the, you know, no report with any receivers there. He's basically coming off cold. Now, he said he's been, you know, practicing and working out all year. But to me, it's like this just makes no, no sense. Why not have this beginning of the season or maybe a couple of weeks after the beginning of the season? Why wait till now? It's going on week 11, for Christ's sakes. Ain't nobody going to really be moving any um, quarterbacks. Got a lot of quarterbacks that went injured within the first three weeks. Could have something like that then not now most of the teams have already got their quarterbacks you know established um yeah you got some names out there like you know mitchell Trubisky. that's you know whatever but i don't think the bears are going to really pull the trigger on that just yet but um still this makes it makes no sense to not even know who's even going to be there and out of the teams that are going to be there you don't even know if a coach or a GM is going to be there to me it's just ridiculous it's just kind of like this is a saturday you do it now and if he says, well, no, I can't do it, then the NFL can go back and say, well, we gave him a chance.
0: Right. And then we all know this is the height of the, uh, the scouts being all out there, scouting all the college kids right now because it's winding down towards the end of the season. So you don't even know if their scouting department will be able to come and check this out. Like who's going to sit there and pull themselves off of, I'm trying to go watch two of day. Well, now I got to
1: go watch Colin Kaepernick, <laughs> you know? Get your assistant to the assistant to go out there and look at them, might not have made a, a greatest assessment. To me, this, it, it just is ridiculous. Uh, to me, the NFL is kind of just a win win situation because they can come right off and say, well, we give him an opportunity. Right. And then if he goes there and doesn't look good, then we can say, oh, well, we give him an opportunity. He's not ready. He hasn't played in three years. Has to had a snap in over four. He's just not ready. we told you we told you guys he's been making all this noise, but he's not NFL quarterback ready won't be NFL quarterback ready, so
2: they're in a win win situation do you, do you think that it has anything to do with the um, settlement that he he got received from the NFL?
1: If that was the case, I would have assumed this would have happened already hmm. or at least it would have happened in the off season. Because he got a settlement towards the end of last season. Mm-hmm. So I would have thought that you would have had him come, in, come into a couple of camps beginning of this season when you still have some quarterback you know, um, competitions going on. But the wait to week 11. I'm not we're going to have week 10, right? Just week 10. Week 10, yeah. To mm-hmm. do this, to me, it just smells like you're just – Hey, we're giving him a lifeline. If he takes it, he takes it. if he doesn't, we're good. They did a due diligence. They can wipe their hands and say we're done.
0: Mm. Sad state of affairs, man. I don't know what the hell the NFL is doing. Um, to me, I agree with both of you. This has to be a PR stunt of some sort. And they trying to, I guess, put this whole Colin Kaepernick thing to bed. What if by some crazy, crazy situation that he goes out there and looks really good in T-shirts and shorts? <laughs> <laughs> like, it, is a bit, is a, it could be a
2: possibility that a team may sign him. So, which begs the question, again, why go through all this? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you were trying to do your best to keep this – like, this could have been something that could have been kept totally quiet until the signing happened. Mm-hmm. And then it, the talk would have been from there going forward. But to, to do this is like, it, it just seems something is off. I mean, why go through all this to rush something, knowing that you're not giving the guy a, a good amount of time, letting him know, not even telling, like, not even giving him the opportunity to know what's going on. He has to find out from
0: social media. It just seems that no one is on the same page. <laughs> you know, it would be really jacked up if he goes there and nobody shows up. Like, you just wasted a man's time.
1: Yeah. they're saying they're, they're, Allegedly, they're saying there's interested parties, but we don't even know who the parties are. They right. don't even know who the parties are. The only play, player, people that might be there are some teams that are on buys, and only one team may be in the, in the market for a quarterback, which is Tennessee. And I don't think anybody's going to sign him to start and suit up, you know, this season. I mean, I think him playing this season
2: is is remote. Chicago, to be honest, I, I don't. I, I to be honest, I because it's so late in the season, I wouldn't even look at him to be like a starter. Like I could see him being like second, third string, just being mm-hmm. if they if a team does sign him. I mean, because he'd have to know the playbook and have to get himself to the to the NFL season. So I can't see him just coming back immediately and trying to be a, a first-string start.
1: And that would probably take all of what, you know, he hasn't really been in the NFL playbook like that in like th- in three to four years. So you're looking maybe at least, what, three weeks to kind of get yourself up to snuff, and then you're playing in the second string, maybe four. And by that point, you're marching towards the playoffs.
2: And to be honest, you also got to know the playbook. Like, it got to be a scheme that has to fit him. Like, he can't go to a team and they run a a different (laughs) scheme that he hasn't done.
0: Like, that would just be set up for failure. The only team that he could possibly go to right now and have any sort of success is Baltimore.
1: And and, and they're not giving away anything on that one.
0: I mean, RG3 – you know, he's back there collecting a check. He's, he's in a good position right now. But, you know, Greg Roman was uh, Ka- Kaepernick's offensive coordinator at the time when he was having the success. So that would be the only logical team that would sit there and actually give him some run. But like, I, don't even think the, I
1: don't think the Ravens would because that whole fiasco last year when the Ravens owner was, like, asking the public, do you think we should sign Colin Kaepernick? Their fan base said no. He was like, well, let's see.
0: Can't sign them. That's a bullshit. I don't know. I know that I understand that they pay the bills, but if you put a record <laughs> out it, yeah, it just goes to show. When your team suck, you know, people complain. But the minute you start winning, ain't no more complaints. You think if you think if they were right now, if they were still 8-2, and two, whatever their record is right now, that they'll be complaining that Colin Kaepernick is the backup QB? Ain't nobody complaining about that crap. <laughs> no, they'll be
2: loving it. <laughs> exactly. No, You'd be you, amazed, man. You'd be amazed. If, if you be amazed if somehow fan bases are sometimes, I'm to be honest, like nothing would surprise me. <laughs> Shitty,
0: ask me. I don't know. I have no idea, but uh, I hope. He, I hope he goes out there. And I hope he shines.
1: I hope he wows the heck out of him, and then it's going to put all the NFL teams in the bind.
0: Mm-hmm. What if your What if your G men were one of the teams that were interested?
1: Be a third stringer,
0: <laughs>
1: that's about the best he can get, but I don't think that Mara's gonna do that because that's
0: well, then l-
1: I built l- like that. Bahia? No, the owners,
0: well, no, but you said he'd be a third stringer who he'd be sit behind Eli. Uh,
1: actually, they have a third stringer, so hypothetically, yes.
0: oh I thought Eli's done. Eli's going somewhere next season to round out his career.
2: (laughs) Yeah, all right, wait. Eli is done, yes, but Kaepernick still hasn't played in a long time. So, you know, at this particular stage, if that was to happen, Eli would still have have the experience over him to be
0: second. Yeah. No, I'm not disputing where he would sit on the bench. Oh, okay. I'm just more or less like thinking – is Eli still even in the conversation as far as being on the depth chart (laughs) uh, he's still number two okay
1: there's still some there's still some fans that would like to see him play right about now since Mm, uh, that's true too but you know you gotta let the rookie take his lumps
0: exactly exactly all right fellas Uh, any thoughts about the NBA I really don't
2: have (laughs) none. Well, wait, wait. I do have to say this. I'm tired of hearing about the Lakers. I mean, it's 10 games, man. Like, the Lakers, they rank number one in the power rankings. Fine, whatever. At this stage, y'all just hold your horses in regards to them being – the and and ranking them to be the next NBA champions. Like, chill. It's just 10 games. Like, it's just 10 games. (laughs) I am –
1: Totally with you. I don't even pay attention really to the NBA until after the All-Star break.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, so are the NBA or the Lakers playing pretty good? Yes. Are they playing pretty good for the next couple of months? Yes. Will they win a division? Probably. Talk to me when it comes time for the playoffs. We'll see where that record stands, mm-hmm. bottom line. Because <laughs> at that point, everything between now in April, means nothing to me.
2: And quit with this MVP talk. Ten games. Like, seriously. Like, all, all y'all christening, like, oh, he's the MVP right now, blah, blah, blah. It's ten games. Like, slow your roll. It's not that serious, though. <laughs> really not. Ah,
0: oh, man, man. Gotta love NBA season, man. It's not officially NBA season until you're unwrapping some gifts and you're watching Christmas on NBA, NBA on Christmas Day.
1: <laughs> and even days. then, actually, to me, I, I'm still. i wait till after the All Star break. Okay. <laughs> when there's no football, <laughs> right?
0: But no, the XFL or whatever the hell that new league is going to be coming out. So there will be some football.
2: <laughs> I'll just die. I just can't trust any product that Mister McMahon puts out when it comes to anything other than wrestling. Nothing personal.
1: Here,
0: here. <laughs> hey, I think I think this football league might last. Maybe.
2: Uh, well, maybe. We said that we said it the last time when they product the same XFL came out before, and look what
0: that happened. So. And that's because he tried to market it like it was wrestling. <laughs> He actually has football minds behind him this time. And they actually have decent salaries and things of that nature.
2: Like Um, I said, nothing personal, but I just don't trust. He needs to stick to his his guns. Stick to what he knows, bottom line. (laughs) Like, I believe it when I see it.
0: I feel you. I feel you. Well, fellas, looks as though we might be coming up on our time. But it was very, very, very interesting to discuss this whole Colin Kaepernick issue, and I know we'll have a full recap of how things kind of turned out next next Wednesday when we touch base. Will it be a, a waste of uh, Kaepernick's time, or would the NFL stop being so hush-hush and actually say what teams were there? Because I'm curious to know who the hell wants to look at Kaepernick at this particular point in time outside of Chicago, Tennessee, maybe Tampa Bay, <laughs> maybe Oakland. <laughs> <laughs> but hmm. that's why they're oh, No.
1: That's curious. They're not doing that bad with Derek Carr. They yeah. ain't doing that great, but they ain't doing that bad either.
0: <laughs> but he's also not the QB, and that's not the QB that uh Green wants either. No, Oakland man. is an interesting team. Mm-hmm. Very, <coughs> very interesting. Team. Very interesting. Well, fellas, where can folks find you if they want to get at you on social media? Uh, you
1: can find me on Snap. Snapchat, Twitter, and the gram. Uh, J E Ross, the number seven.
2: And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I am Al Qualls. Twitter and Instagram. I am Al
0: quals And you can find me on Twitter at CatDaddy1963. That's CatDaddy1963 on Twitter. Well, folks, it's been fun. It's cold outside, so you got to stay warm. You know, it's going to be a little frigid tonight. Hopefully, we get us some warmer weather tomorrow. But all you folks out there, stay warm. Thank you for the love. Thank you for uh, all the positive feedback that you share with us. Uh, and as Al would tell you every week, we're on all social media thingies. I'm not going to run out on this because we're pretty much there. You know, and We're working our way to uh, a visual type of thing too. So YouTube is not too far down the road if it's already there. It might be already there. I don't, you know, I, I don't keep up with all the social media stuff. So with no with, with all that being said, thank you. We love you. Can't wait to come back next week for another episode of God's Talking.